0: definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score
1: i'm mike hebert owner of cantex roofing and construction every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing construction windows and mirrors call cantex
2: roofing and construction today together we are one serving you
1: Hey, what's happening? Happy Friday. Good morning and welcome onto the end of the bench on 1007 Score score 107thescore.com and the 1007 Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by our friends at Happy State Bank, yours on television, Fox 34 News. Now, alongside David Collier, I'm Choice Woodman in for Hacks, who will be in on uh, Tech Talk. Tech Talk gets the treat today. Lucas White across the way, taking care of us. You may also hit us up. Thoughts, comments, questions? allegations accusations hopes dreams whatever you got bring it in all that welcome on the Yates flooring center chat line through that 100.7 the score mobile app lots to get into over the next three hours as we look ahead mostly to uh, weekend sort of things like basketball and football Collier you are uh, being punished I guess this week you get you have to sit next to me for a second day in one week
2: it's like it's like a uh roulette or a uh i'm spinning the wheel every single day it seems like and rotating seats as well that's just just to show the respect
1: do you have you been sitting in this one
2: yeah i usually i sit there i don't think i've watched joe yeah you have yeah i sit over there so i've been rotating seats i actually sat down had everything ready to go and then i was like oh i'm doing the show with choice and since you know you're the elder statesman here i moved over to
1: it's your show I'm
2: well i'm okay now who's running the show Oh, I forgot to ask you. Do you want to run this thing? No, you're, you're good. To. I, w- I was told. <laughs> I was told by the schedule that you were running it. Yeah, I
1: thought I, because I remember Jimmy asked you yesterday if yeah, you wanted to, to but, run things. But I would have been glad to let you just uh, well call the shots. So I could sit over here and
2: judging by our uh, fabulous uh, throngs of fans, I would I would venture a guess they would prefer you to uh, run uh, the show. Uh,
1: fabulous throngs of fans. Yeah. That's what... That's what the uh, call your fan base is like. You're really going after that uh, that beard. You're going. I think that's the longest I've ever seen you. You know throw what? The beard out.
2: I looked. Uh, anytime I go back and look at anything, which I don't look at my stuff, I went back and looked at. Uh, it was either the Boston trip or the the Minnesota trip for the uh-huh. NCAA tournament. My beard was way out of control, and I think part of the reason really? was I didn't have time to shave anything for basically a month. You know, because if you go from Big Twelve tournament all the way to yeah. national championship weekend that's a month i thought you couldn't have
1: a beard pre uh
2: i had a beard yeah when i came back i thought that's it was pre- the funny COVID. thing is no that's the funny thing is is everybody started growing beards during covid right i had a beard during covid yeah I, I had a beard on television i i showed up one time and one of the higher ups within our company did did not like it i don't think he mm. still likes it but he came to the television station i think it was pre covid and I was like, hey, so-and-so. And he goes, hey, David. I was like, hey, what do you think of beard? And he, <laughs> he gave me a look and just kept going.
1: <laughs> no response.
2: Yeah. It's um, one
1: of those mama's, mama said, if you're not going to say something
2: nice, don't say anything at all. Well, at the time, it was different. It was like, yeah. not, not, not me and one other person, but not many people. Yeah, you're right. They didn't want us to have facial hair. The only so time say, we could TV do it is people. no shave November. Right.
1: TV people didn't... Uh did do the beard thing. Now it's more popular. No,
2: the, I've had it for a while. Uh, it's more, uh, my kids don't even know me without a beard. Well, my daughter does, but Brooks. Really? Okay. Yeah. The yeah, one I, time I shaved it off, that Brooks was like, whoa, what's going enough. on here? And then everybody in the house is like, grow it back. <laughs> does it bother you how you look? Yeah. I, I mean,
1: I cannot do beardless.
2: because um, it, it looks weird now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I've only done it once in like the last seven years. And I I I prefer not having the upkeep of it, but yeah, I, I don't. It's not like I have this huge amazing jaw, you know. We're hiding a double chin here. We uh, not much of a, a jaw. Huge amazing
1: jaw. Well, you know,
2: I meant like a, I, no, don't I, a, I don't have I don't have a Zach Thomas jawline working here. You know, <laughs> look more like a turtle than uh, Zach Thomas. So
1: you're going for uh, the master of disguise look.
2: Exactly. Yeah, you, you hide all movie? of it. Uh, Dana Carvey? Yeah. It's uh pretty Parts old. of it, yeah, parts of it. Very weird movie. Very yes, weird. well, he's... He, he followed weird. me on Twitter before. On My my previous uh, personal account that yeah, I never... Yeah, Dana
1: Carvey? Yeah, Dana really? Carvey, yeah.
2: Pumped yours. about that.
1: Look at you. Look at us.
2: Look at us. It's like we did this show together a couple years ago. Lucas was good, man. How are you?
1: I haven't seen you in a while.
2: I know, it's been a while. Good. Um,
1: Still trying to fill the void of not having a third job. So it's a little weird. Ooh. So I get that third job. Yeah. But need to, need to pay for a wedding coming up. I do. So, so uh It's coming close. Yeah, it is. Uh So I I said earlier in the week when I you know, made a return to the show that it was uh, like the the one off where you you get back with the ex for one time. What happens if it happens a second time? Is becoming an affair? Uh, like hey, I mean should hacks be worried?
2: Call it what you're going to call it. Okay, we'll call it an affair. Why not? Uh, we got a lot. You of can s- you can be Leonardo. To, no, I want to be Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> that makes me Kate Winslet. Yeah, sure. All right. According I mean, to according to Bullfighter, anyway. Obviously, I mean, um, what did he say? No, he's just. Oh, po- he's he's, he's, po- just, he's poking he's, the bear. Well, you're the bear, technically.
1: Right, stop it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> God, you and your, I forgot. That's why I don't like Collier. That's the reason. Because all of the Baylor stuff, when, when that thing was in its height, its peak, you, I mean, you had some great jabs. What was, who did the, uh, yeah, you did that la- earlier this week. The bear, the uh, stuffed teddy
2: bears. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Yeah. You're making stuff up. You got the wrong person. I think you got Bullfighter. It was All not right. me. Not it wasn't you? I remember you? anyway. No.
1: All right. I don't know who it was. No, it was Jamie. I don't like any of you people that, that make up fake things about Baylor for me. But we do have lots of sportage this weekend.
2: Oh, I remember what I did for you. Can we post it on the chat line? No. Yeah. You said Bears. I actually yes. did a side-by-side picture of you and Baker Mayfield together. And you look very similar. No,
1: that was not what I was talking about. And And then I don't need to post that. And then I put
2: Pam's, you know, saying they're the same picture. same picture? We should post that. I don't care what you do. Oh, sweet. We're going to do it then.
1: You know, I will say uh, your work on the uh, social with the comedy stuff is is underrated.
2: Yeah, it's underrated. Much better in in type form than I am uh, vocal, I think. But whatever.
1: I mean, like... If you only had like a couple hundred thousand more followers, I think you would you get a lot more traction to your stuff would go is that, viral. Cause a cheap shot. There's some funny stuff. No. Oh, okay, I was saying, say, we need to get if you. If you only had a
2: well, like, you know, it's, no, we
1: need to we need to find what you need to get some bots in there to get you a couple hundred more thousand more followers so you can you can go viral and make some money off the Twitter thing.
2: You've got the money. Why don't you pay for the uh, the, bots? the fake followers? Okay, I'll consider. Okay, it. sweet, appreciate it. Consider it. it.
1: We'll, uh, we'll talk Texas Tech, BYU, what needs to happen, confidence level going into the game. Of course, the whole Big 12 slate, as usual, lots of good games on tap for this weekend. Uh, NFL weekend ahead, some good games there. Uh, we'll go through our most intriguing matchups, biggest chance for upset, those sorts of things. Lots to dive into over the next three hours or so. We're with you till noon listening to the end of the bench got headlines for you next with what you need to know on 100.7, the score
0: definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7, the score glad to be with you on a Friday.
1: You're listening to the end of the bench on 100.7, the score and 107, the score.com choice. Woodman, David Collier joining you from the first United bank studio, Upon further review, before we get to the headlines, David, uh, I found out who it was. Okay. Uh, Chris Sneed says he's saddened that I don't remember him destroying me on take versus take with his bear comment. So. Ah, well, see, I'm so stretched out, I can't. Oh, I actually out. remember was, that. I was yeah. walking
2: the dog. He said that he was. I, I don't remember, but yeah, he had three bears and beanie babies or whatever. I remember I can't that. Was remember that what this question
1: week? Was I guess it's this week. Maybe it was last week. I don't know. Everybody's. Actually, I don't think I've done a show with Sneed this week, so it probably isn't this week. I haven't been on my, I'm putting this in air quotes, own show at all this week. Thanks, Clint. Uh, y'all can keep <laughs> chiming in. we got a few headlines for you. We'll start with uh, what we've got on the airwaves tonight, and that is a lot of high school basketball. At uh, 6 o'clock on Double T 97.3, it'll be Friendship Girls Boys Double Header as they travel south to take on Legacy in Midland. Uh you can listen to that one. Six for the girls' game. Boys about seven thirty for Lubbock Cooper. This one's the uh I would say the premier matchup of the area tonight. lubbock Cooper against Monterey in the uh little crosstown showdown going on, six o'clock on that girl's boys doubleheader. Definitely the premier matchup on the girls' side of things that Last year, uh, yeah, I don't care if I ruffle any feathers. Last year, it was thought that Monterey may have uh, you know, wanted to lose to Lubbock Cooper. I'm not saying they threw the game or anything, but they may have wanted to lose because the path was easier to get when you got the two seed mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I don't know if that's the case this year, but uh, it should be a good matchup nonetheless. Leah Chavez keeps scoring like 40 points every game, so... Uh, will be fun tonight. I think she just had her 3,000th career point mm-hmm. uh, last week.
2: I think that was last week, yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, that will be on 100.7. The score, anybody wants to take it in, uh, 6 and 7.30 on that girls-boys doubleheader. And then on Texas FM, 93.1 Texas FM, starting at 6.30, we'll have Liberty out at Childress tonight, taking on the Bobcats Uh, You can find that doubleheader there starting at 6.30. Lots of opportunity to uh, listen to high school basketball. We have lots of sports going on throughout the weekend as well as the uh, NFL slate gets started up with Texans-Ravens at 3 o'clock, Green Bay at San Francisco at 7 tomorrow. Both those games on 100.7 The score. Then on Sunday, Tampa at Detroit and Chiefs at Bills. Uh, both on 100.7, the score. So if you're looking for NFL this weekend, tune it right here on 100.7, the score. Of course, Texas Tech basketball. I, I mentioned this to Gus yesterday on Tech Talk. I don't understand the timing of these games. So Texas yeah. Tech and BYU play on in both men's and women's, opposite locations. The Lady Raiders are in Provo. It's going to be a 5 o'clock Central Time tip-off. Uh, there from Provo. And then Texas Tech men play at five o'clock at, you know, Mm -hmm. Supermarkets Arena. The men, I think, are a locked time because it's ESPN 2. But my understanding still is when you have an ESPN Plus game, you have the flexibility there to set a game time yourself. The the home team kind of gets to set the game time
2: on that. It would be interesting to see what all, what the, we can look this up, but maybe all of, BYU's Saturday home games are earlier so since can't play on Sunday, so they get a little extra downtime before the... uh,
1: So that one's 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 o'clock. I mean, they could have played it at...
2: Oh, they could have played a noon game or something like that, yeah.
1: A noon or a 1 o'clock game.
2: Especially considering how early the Lady Raiders got to Provo.
1: Yeah, just so they didn't overlap. That's what I don't understand is why why did BYU not try to stagger this a little bit when they knew their men would be playing at this time? And I... I don't know. Maybe they come out with these schedule. Maybe the women's schedule came out first, or it just seems kind of odd to me that uh, that these games, two teams that are playing the exact same opponents, are going to be stacked on top of each other to uh, split fan bases that would want to watch both.
2: Well, the way the way the uh, BYU women are playing basketball right now, at least looking at their record <laughs> and talking to somebody, yeah, a BYU insider from one of the uh, stations up there. Um, it's been a struggle. They've they've kinda had a lot of defections and stuff like that. Yep. I don't I, they're not TCU women's basketball numbers on their roster, but mm-hmm. it's not uh it's not a full slate of players and injuries and transfers have uh, kind of decimated that program, so maybe maybe they know that not many people are gonna go watch that. Or maybe they wanna cover it up and tell everybody to go watch the maybe other Maybe
1: game. that's the purpose. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, just go watch the men. We don't you don't need to watch the women. That's, that's going to be ugly. Hopefully it is ugly for the uh, Lady Raiders, and they're able to get above five hundred in league play. But both games tip off at 5. Ladies on 107.7 Yes FM, Red Raiders on Double T 97.3. In the NBA, Spurs play the Hornets tonight at 6. The uh, Mavericks-Warriors game postponed due to uh, a unexpected... I guess yeah. death of a uh, is a heart attack for one of the Warriors' assistant coaches that happened this week. Dayan no we're going. Yeah, that. we're going with that. Milojevich uh, died at the age of 46 this week, very unexpected. So the NBA has postponed that game and will try to make it up at a later date. If you're a Mavericks fan and you're wanting to watch the late night tip, it will not be there. Um Softball, Kaylee Wykoff named uh, all Big 12 the lone Red Raider on that preseason list. Of course, uh, if you missed it, Tech was picked sixth in the preseason poll a couple days ago, and uh, we are not long from softball season. February 9th, the Red Raiders will get underway against Florida A&M in Tallahassee. And Vincente Marsilio, the uh Senior Red Raider golfer currently in action at the Latin American Amateur Tournaments. Uh, this one it has exemption, exemptions to the Masters, the Open Championship, and the U.S. Open if you are to win it. So, uh, a pretty big one there. That he is in day two action. I'm trying to make sure I see. He is... Uh where is it? <clears throat> what place is he in? Anyway, um I, I thought he was in two shots off the lead yesterday is what I saw, but didn't know if that's how it finished. Anyway, the uh you know the last player to win this from Texas Tech? The Latin American am See if you can pull this one. Uh, Probably, how many years ago? Was that? Maybe close to a decade at this point.
2: I'm trying to figure out uh, Oscar Florin.
1: That's a good guess.
2: Yeah, that just... Uh,
1: Matias Dominguez.
2: Dominguez, yeah. Dominguez... I had Mito Pereira, but I knew that was the wrong location.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they're the same... They no. are? I don't think so. What is Matias? Was he Chilean? Or is...
2: I don't know. Yeah. I'm just... Hey... I, I had three choices in my head, and I picked the wrong one. But, that's all right. Yeah. That's
1: all right. I, I don't know that I would have pulled that
2: one. Yeah, that. that's a tough one.
1: Uh, Dominguez went on to the Masters, and he hit a hole-in-one in the Par 3 tournaments there at the Masters. You two can join us. Thoughts, comments, questions. All of it, welcome on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107 com couple oh, of
2: nfl things you're being mean to at me oh well nobody else has responded to it so maybe uh i'm sure bullfighters probably switching faces on it as we speak right now right <laughs> um, probably i know you probably talked about what show did you do yesterday since you've done basically all of them this week um was it Tech Talk yesterday? Yesterday was Tech Talk. I okay, really so had you to guys think about it. So you guys got to talk about Cliff because we didn't get the opportunity no, to we, talk about Cliff and uh, the OC job. The OC job and Ian Rapaport kind of confirming the news from Adam Schefter yesterday that he is indeed going to interview with the Bears for the offensive coordinator job there.
1: So why is there so much noise on him just interviewing at this point? Is it basically I'm saying he's going to end up getting this if he wants
2: it because. Well, I think part of the uh the assumption is is it can be like a dual interview. Do we want you for offensive coordinator? Hey, do you think that Caleb can translate and what what are, you know, and yeah. then maybe a package deal.
0: Right,
1: because obviously Cause he's Caleb, his, he's his quarterback coach right now at USC and
2: and Caleb's talked about being, I don't know if I want to go and play for this team type stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so
1: this is one of those I don't know and you have watched Caleb Williams more than me, but, man, I as a I would not want him in the diva part at the quarterback position on my NFL team.
2: Yeah, I have more thoughts about that. I, I hear the music, but I have okay. more thoughts because there was a comparison made yesterday, and I kind of scoffed at it, and I'll explain.
1: Okay, we'll get to that coming up next. You're listening to The End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score.
0: Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part
1: of your Friday. You're hanging with the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, David Collier joining you from the First United Bank studio. Keep the uh, thoughts and comments coming in at Yates Flooring Center chat line. I might get to uh, knock a, a bucket list item off tomorrow.
2: What's going on tomorrow?
1: I get to go out in the freeze and cold and uh, one of our fine listeners, Justin, has, uh, has invited me out for a sandhill crane hunt. Oh, nice. And this has been something that I've wanted to do because it's it's called the ribeye of the sky. Like the the breast of the bird actually, I mean, it looks like a steak when you cut it. So so it'll be a, it'll be a test. See if I can
2: Keep from freezing my baguettes off. Yeah, well, uh, frozen baguettes. Yeah, not not a good thing.
1: So we were uh, talking about Cliff and Caleb Williams and potential for offensive coordinator job in Chicago. Southern Cal and Chicago are two vastly different places, especially when you're spending the majority of your Chicago time in uh, in the freeze and cold. So my observation on this and this is from afar, is Caleb Williams is not a quarterback I would want on my team, personally. If, if the Cowboys were in the situation to draft him one overall, I get, hey, this is the talent, the generational guy. But man, there's a lot of diva there that is usually reserved for, for wide receiver position. There's a difference to me in going and getting someone that's got some baggage at a wide receiver position versus a quarterback position the guy that is going to be the face of your franchise and the guy that's that's going to be the absolute leader of your team and williams when things have gone well like he i liken him to personally i liken him to cam newton cam newton was a fantastic front runner when things were great i mean they were great he's a a great athlete did a lot of good stuff. Not his game. I'm not doing that. I'm talking about the person, Caleb Williams. The, but when things have gone bad, he's he's crying with his mama in the stands. And the game's
2: pretty similar, though. I mean, Caleb's a sure. phenomenal runner. Sure, he's like, not as thick, but he's, no, he's not. No, that and that's that's probably yeah, they the do difference. Have similar games. body type. Yeah. So, so what?
1: Am I off base? Do you always have to? you know, take the shot at the number one guy because there's no exact science. You've had number one guys that people thought were sure things not end up working out or, you know, go middle of the the road and you can find guys like, I'm not going to use the Brock Purdy
2: example because... No, that's one in a million. yeah. Yeah, that has never
1: happened before.
2: Well... The The one thing, you mentioned that comparison and what I had mentioned before we were going to break is I heard this on one of the shows on ESPN, I believe, and somebody talked about Cliff, you know, joining forces with Caleb and, and him having the same skill set as Mahomes and being like a Mahomes-like player. Yeah. And that was the one thing that, you know, I kind of laughed at because... You mentioned the whole front runner thing, and I know Caleb probably played through injuries during his time at USC. Probably, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think he did. I would he was slowed by seems like an ankle injury or something like that. But you always saw everything that was a problem, like you said, it was all it was all visible, whether it should have been or not. Patrick Mahomes played here and had some device hooked to his shoulder, yeah. you know, during games to keep him going through the thing. And you could never tell Pat was hurt or injured or frustrated with the way things were going. And that guy had certainly plenty of opportunities to be frustrated with how his football team was playing and struggling. Uh, Very similar instances, right? I mean, putting up ridiculous numbers only to watch the defense give up even more numbers and just have a rough go of it in the win column in college football but it didn't seem like something that bothered Pat. And that comparison actually bothered me because I just don't – not that he's not capable of handling the pressure because he certainly put up the numbers for the majority of his career at USC. It kind of tailed off there at the end when, like you said, the front-running part, he knew it was technically over. You know, his chance to win a second straight Heisman, his chance for his team to go to the college football playoff, I just don't – find the comparison there. The, the Cam Newton one's pretty good. And I mean, you're you're drafting him off talent and hoping you can fix the other stuff at this point with Caleb Williams sure. because there's so much. It's almost like a wide receiver. When you go to the, go to the diva thing, you're de- dealing with a guy that always wants the ball and always wants exactly. the attention.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and to me, that's not for a quarterback position. You can deal with it at a wide receiver. You can handle it. Uh, you can get a handler for
2: it. You're Des Bryant. Um, but... But you have to do it though, I because I, you mentioned the Brock Purdy thing and you didn't want the reason I say you have to do it. You at least have to draft a quarterback in the first round. Uh, a lot of failures in there. I totally get it. Trust me, my alma uh proving that t- to be true. Saying that he's in a in the playoffs still, and he was a first round pick. Which he? I mean, in both. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Baker. Let's say both. He's He's in the playoffs. The Lions have a first-round pick, a first-overall pick, right? With Jared Goff. Yeah. The Packers wasn't Jordan Love a first-round pick? I think so. Lamar Jackson, C.J. Stroud, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. There's only one guy that wasn't picked in the first round. Sure. So What's you it? you have to you you have to uh, unless you think Justin Fields is the guy. And that. I don't think they do.
1: Exactly. I don't know. I think this is, and this is all, if you just join us, bouncing off Cliff Kingsbury, uh, interviewing for that role as the OC. I I would love to know, because Cliff Kingsbury seems like an extremely loyal guy. I would love to know if Cliff is going to be, you know, 100% honest of, like in a closed door meeting, hey, is Caleb the guy? Would he say, I don't think you should take him number one overall. Well,
2: that's the that's the catch twenty two for him. If he says I don't think you should take him at number one overall, then you're
1: not our that, coordinator. Yeah, then you're not our coordinator. Yeah. So, so then it's yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I would like to know what he really thought on the situation. Look, I've watched draft day more mm-hmm. than once, and you don't have to take the the guy. You don't have to go after Caleb Williams. He could be your uh, what was his name? Bo Callahan. Look at that. Boy.
2: Well, the the. The smart thing here is I agree with you there's plenty of quarterbacks to choose from you're I was joking someone I I know what you're saying um but you get a wide receiver and the second third option depending on how many yeah how many draft picks you get with that seems like that's the route to go I mean a year ago not that you're going to have the one and the whatever or the two and whatever the Texans had last year but I bet you could get quite a bit
1: yeah, if they're not sold, sliding down
2: a little bit, you, you just don't want to you, fall too far because you want to be in that Marvin Harrison, He's which you, he might even go number two. To
1: me, you don't make this move. You don't draft him unless you are sold on him. And right now, it sounds like the Bears aren't sold on him at this moment. Doesn't mean it won't happen before the draft. All right, so, Lucas, let's look at today's calendar. Happy uh, Friday, January the 19th, year of our Lord
2: 2024.
1: It is Brew-A-Potion Day.
2: Our buddy, uh, Jeff McGuire tried to give me whatever that elixir is. He has the tang and
1: okay, that that's okay. I thought you were talking about the stuff that he brought for the Halloween party.
2: No, I wasn't here during Halloween. Oh, yeah, I'm like, no. does he still have
1: some of that stuff? Which was, I mean, I thought <laughs> I was drinking Everclear, that really? Was Mountain Dew colored. And he's like, it's not even that strong. I think it was just cheap vodka or something that he used, and it was, it was rough. Uh, National Popcorn Wood- Day.
2: Woodman calls out cheap vodka. Sorry. Uh, of course. Got to hit that Grey Goose. I don't
1: even know if I've ever had Grey Goose. And uh, Gun Appreciation Day.
2: Which you will celebrate tomorrow. I will. Um, quick birthdays Frank Kelly Endo, 50. Dolly Parton, 78. Golly. Um, Edgar Allan Poe. Not with us anymore. Not quite but his football team still playing in the playoffs. That's right. They
1: are in the playoffs. Yeah. Go Ravens. Except I'm rooting for the Texans. Me too. You got the end of the bench. Get back to some more of your thoughts. A crazy story out of college football. We'll look ahead to the NFL weekend. All of that's still to come. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score.
0: Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
1: On to our number three here at the end of the bench on 100.7, the score, score 107thescore.com, the 1007 score mobile app, doors on TV, Fox 34 news now, also watchable on our YouTube channel, 950 on your AM dial. If you want to get old fashioned, whatever you want, uh, to listen to us, wherever you want to listen to us, you can do so through any of those avenues. Appreciate you making us part of your Friday. I'm Choice Woodman in for hacks today. You'll find him on Tech Talk with Gus coming up at 3 o'clock on Double T97.3. David Collier in his normal spot. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. Keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions. Questions specifically for 45 minutes from now. Ask the Bench Warmers coming up to close down the show. Got uh, lots there still coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I think the
2: Brittany's the, the winner. The Brittany? Yeah. yeah. Someone bring it back because I Brandies want to take one and, of these Brandy's and the Brittany. Yeah, both of those, Grandy's and the Brittany. I would have never guessed Grandy's. Well,
1: apparently it was popular. Chelsea Street Pub, 50-yard line uh, when it was in the Red Bud Center on Slide. Mesquite's in the alley next to Broadway and University (coughs) still open. I think that's still around, right? I never am over in that area because it is uh, student-infested. I'm not against students. It's just I stick out like a sore thumb in my old age. I I went to Mesquite's probably four or five years ago with some college— buddy's like reunion Uh, so it was open then but that was i still think pre-covid don't know but yeah 50 yard line is probably third on the most mentioned list of uh former lubbock restaurants you'd like to see have a revival all right so nfl this weekend some uh fairly good matchups i feel like the the slate as a whole not as attractive as last week you had six games last week too some more to pick from um, your two Saturday matchups are nine to ten point, uh, deficits on lines depending where you're looking. Uh, so Vegas doesn't expect those games to be close. Hence, why they're on Saturday. Yep, those are, that's one of those are the Saturday matchups. Uh, Texans at Ravens, and then Green Bay at San Francisco. The two better matchups expected on Sunday: Tampa Bay, Detroit, Chiefs, Bills. So first. Which game are you most interested in outside of Chiefs Bills, for any reason? Which for any you, any
2: reason? Yeah, I, hmm. I already know your
1: your answer. Which one I guess draws the? Uh,
2: I would I would say Packers 49ers, probably draws the most interest overall out of out of the bunch.
1: I, I would guess so. I guess I mean just because of the two repeat. names, yeah. yeah, and I mean they're the probably biggest brands out of all of them in, in the NFL, probably the answer there, but. I mean, the, the rookie versus – and, and C.J. Stroud, the, the Cinderella story that the Texans have been is pretty interesting to me. I know there's not just a ton of Texans fans. You don't find those everywhere outside of Houston.
2: Uh, no, I, I agree, and I – you know, fingers crossed. You know, I don't expect it, but I, I really do want the Texans to win that that game. I like D'Amico Ryan's. I like everything that they did in the draft last year. Uh I was uh, I was leading the way on the D'Amico Ryan's for uh, coach of the year thing. i I got into an argument with a uh, a Browns fan about that earlier this week, I mean, saying Stefanski should win it, and he probably will win it because all of the injuries and having to deal with what he did there. But
1: I mean, I think their Vegas over under was like five and a half this year. That they, they were not expected to do nearly as well as they've done. Yeah, and so I agree with you. D'Amico Ryans should definitely. Minimal, with a rookie quarterback conversation. Yeah, and, and C.J. Stroud um, was looked at as a question mark for sure uh, coming in because of his problems with the wonderlick test and well, he,
2: is he able to. Nico Collins, I mean, I not even know who he was. I mean, I could, probably could have got him really late in the draft in the fantasy football. I did not even know where Nico, this is how bad I, do you know where Nico Collins went to college? He would probably
1: know. He's like a computer over there. Uh, I could guess that it's a Big Ten school.
2: That would be correct. If you were CJ Stroud, who's one guy you would not want to throw the football to? <laughs> the guy at Michigan. There you go. Okay. So I had no idea. But, I,
1: I I didn't know that either. I it was guessing. But I'm
2: just saying. I mean, there's they've done it with so many different pieces. I mean, Devin Singletary, a, a cast off right from Buffalo. Yeah. I think, I think he should win it. Uh, I, I want the Texans to win that game for chaos purposes.
1: I think I'm rooting for chaos everywhere. I, I I am too. I will root for the underdog in all four
2: games. And you know what might surprise you here? I will root for chaos in all of them except for probably one game, and this is going to shock you. I want Detroit nah. to win that football Liar! game. Liar! Oh. I want Detroit to win that football game.
1: The, the voice that just went in my head is uh, Princess Brad. Liar!
2: Will I be disappointed if Detroit loses? No. But I think it would be amazing for Detroit to make it to the Super Bowl. I do
1: I'm torn because I really like Dan Campbell, but I hate that <laughs> he's an Aggie. And eh,
2: he was a cowboy too.
1: Sure. He was. I, I he's he's a nutty dude. He is a nut job. And I like some nuttiness in my football.
2: So I I I've got a buddy going to that game, so uh, I, for for those purposes, I hope I hope he gets to leave Detroit You, know I, I, you happy. know, I think I am rooting for Detroit
1: in that game. I I'm fine if Tampa Bay wins, uh, but I think I would root for Detroit because I don't know. There's some there's some pet uh, pettiness in me.
2: That's no. Like,
1: hey, if the Cowboys haven't done it for 28
2: years, why why should Detroit get to celebrate for the first time in 32 years? See, but I would make you mad too with other teams. Uh, <laughs> that i that i would prefer to win
1: well we still got to see how tampa bay factors in the cold weather yeah.
2: playing up and that's true i mean they so, how, how have they dealt with yeah uh you know the snow and the yeah. potential the cold 13 degrees at yeah. kickoff how are they going to be able to play in that that's going to be difficult just just to let you know we, we don't we haven't quite figured out the pick them thing but last week haxton had me pick nfl games and i went four and two. Oh, okay just let just throw that to pick'em today? Not that I know of. I don't. We're welcome. It's to. uh. I can do it at eleven thirty. I we can. I don't know if it's gonna be for a tiny wheel or anything yeah, like that. Planning on the fly, right here, baby. Uh,
1: the other game, Chiefs Bills. I honestly, uh, if the like, that's the one I care the least about the result. I'm rooting for Pat Mahomes because I like the guy, uh, but I also want Jamie Lint to come in sane on Monday, so and him having to suffer <laughs> another loss to Clint and Chuck. I I, I I do want to see the Bills have some success. So that one I'm fine with. Both the Sunday games, the results don't matter that much to me. The The team I'm rooting the hardest against is San Francisco at this point. I'm just I'm a Cowboys yeah, fan. Yeah, I was hey, about to say,
2: you don't want them to win another don't one. Don't like the I
1: 49ers, don't want them to win another one. Their head
2: coach is a longhorn, all that stuff, yada, yada, yada.
1: Yeah, let's just yeah stay away from all of that. So uh, that's 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 the team I'm rooting against.
2: Well, that's the problem with that game. I don't want either one of them to win a Super Bowl. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So that one, someone's going to get it to an
1: NFC Championship there.
2: Yeah, we just need either the Bucks or the Lions to win it, which I have very little confidence in either one of them to get by (laughs) whoever wins the other game.
1: I would. uh, I'd probably. That's not true.
2: Packers defense
1: stinks. Well, I wish the Cowboys could have taken more advantage of that. They waited until the third and fourth quarters to start trying still sadness let me some simon and garfunkel right now
0: playing time is not required this is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score
1: and we are back here with ask the bench warmers part of the end of the bench on 100.7 the score and 107 the choice woodman david collier Joining you from the First United Bank studio this Friday morning. Keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, whatever you got, bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Lucas White across the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. Got a handful of questions rolling in on the chat line. Here's the one that I mentioned earlier that
2: you have to think about.
1: Rank the top five quarterbacks left in the playoffs? Question mark. Is Baker top five?
2: E yikes Baker might be the underdog in this one or me (laughs) you go first you go first
1: uh number one easily Patrick Mahomes I'm not one of those stupid heads that likes to say that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback out there because he is even if he doesn't have pieces around him we're going quarterback not pieces around uh so Mahomes I still go I guess if I'm going this year it's Lamar Jackson uh next is Josh Allen
2: we're all the same there.
1: The
0: this is where it guy, gets hairy.
1: Right now, I'm putting Brock Purdy there still. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I go Purdy four, five. If this was like projecting for my team's future, I'm I'm doing this as of
2: this weekend. Okay, yeah, I was about to say don't 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 project because no, then cause Baker's pro- not in the top five. <laughs> well,
1: no, because if I'm projecting for the future, I want to put CJ C. Strouds proved enough for I'm like, hey, I, yeah. could, I could get on board with him. But if I'm going this weekend, Baker's five. So, yes, he makes my top five. And if I was keeping on going, it's probably...
2: Where's uh, Jared Goff in
1: there? I guess Goff, then Stroud, then Love. It's pretty tough,
2: huh? It, it is difficult. because they. Once you get past those top like, three, I think they're all basically very... They're
1: very similar. Yeah, I mean, I would take... I, I think they're...
2: I think if you took those t- top three if you took the rest of the five or the i'm sorry the other four and put them in brock purdy's place they would be just as good as brock you're, purdy you're probably right you are probably right. i mean because we saw brock purdy was at
1: iowa state and he's excelled in in this particular situation but you he is in
2: that, that situation so
1: yeah you got to give him some credit you know so who be, did you com-
2: put for? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know that I have an answer. <laughs> uh, they're all together. I don't that's I don't think Jared ways. Goff's five that good. Five-way tie for fourth place. Yeah, five-way tie for fourth place. I would probably I it, it's hard to put Jared Goff that high.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I mean I have him six. You
2: but put I Baker would four, No, it no, I, I would feelings. I would no, I don't that, that's the thing is. I would probably take all of these quarterbacks except for Jared Goff before Baker the way he's played no i wouldn't i mean he's had a good season he's, well i mean he got to throw a lot last week because philadelphia could not convert a third down and stay on the football field so he had yes he had 300 plus yards and three touchdowns but that's because the eagles i'm sure plenty think quit and they just they couldn't stay on the field offensively so he had plenty of opportunities to throw the football he has no running game yeah i mean rashid white is a running back that's on the team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's
2: there. He's there, but they don't run the ball. Yeah. Uh, I would probably have him out of the top five.
1: Bench warmer, start, bench cut, Nick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy, Mike Tomlin. All guys that were rumored mm-hmm. to potentially be fired but didn't get fired.
2: Yep, one of them, which was in the Super Bowl last year. Right? Wasn't it last year? Was it? Wasn't it Eagles and... Yeah, it was. It was, it was the Eagles and Chiefs last It was last so long
1: year. ago because of the the fall that they've had this year. Yeah. And like halfway through the year, because they were, they were the number one team in football for a while. Uh, so I'll go Tomlin because he's won Su- Super Bowls two, right? I think he's won two, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, Super Bowls because he won two with Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. I, I'm taking Tomlin. I like the hard-nosed approach. I think if he gets the right coordinator around... He's going to have more success. Well, you need a quarterback, too. Um, And I'm doing this off of, yeah, likeability. Sorry. Mike McCarthy's benched, and see you, Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni is probably my least favorite coach currently in pro sports.
2: That's probably the route I was going to go as well, just because, yeah. I I like Tomlin because he's no nonsense, and you know where you stand with him. And... (laughs) He's about football. He's not about the drama. Yeah. So a complete 180 from that, it seems like Nick Sirianni's about the drama. So go ahead and and cut him. Go ahead and cut him. And I I can't – I don't want Mike McCarthy on my team, but he's going to be hanging out on the end of the bench. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, let let him hang out on the bench because no Sirianni. And Mike Tomlin had – Antonio Brown in a locker room, and he didn't explode in there. I think that
2: should give you the most it Mike just, Tomlin. All you need is a Mike it, Tomlin stare.
1: I mean, that, that that should be the biggest vote of confidence for Mike Tomlin. Biggest merit on his badge. Badge on his... I don't know. I think merits and badges are the same. Whatever, whatever the sash is that you get for the Girl Scouts. Maybe it's just called a sash. Sash. Yeah, yeah. it'd
2: probably be called a sash. It'd so,
1: be... yeah. Throw it on there for Mike Tomlin that Antonio Brown was mostly held in check.
2: Until
1: he uh, got his cell phone
2: out and started streaming in the the, middle of a, yeah. Then he's gone.
1: Uh, Do you, Benchwarmers, do you eat your PB&J with grape or strawberry jelly? Of course, I'm the weirdo that answers differently. Uh, Whatever other
2: exotic jellies I can find. No, the question is those two. Yeah, I want the answers neither most of the time. But that's not the question. The question is, do you eat it with this or that? Grape more often. Okay. That was the question, right? But if I'm eating a PB&J. But they didn't ask what exotic fruits do you like in your peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> they asked if you like strawberry or grape. Which one's here? I actually do both, but I like strawberry more. <laughs> not do, at the same time. I do but,
1: both. Oh, I thought you were saying it at the same time. No, no, but like. That's if, too much work. If dude. I can get like a,
2: Spoons, that's too much. Yeah. Washing of dishes.
1: If I can get like a, a, a cherry or a, like a tart cherry on there, or we, Lucas fruits,
2: uh, like you answer the question fruits. because he's still talking about other fruits other than strawberries and grapes. I I'm would actually guy. not put jelly in mine. I'll oh just yeah, do you're the anti
1: I don't like jelly.
2: Do You put honey in there? No,
1: just peanut butter. Just fold it in half. Yeah, exactly. what is going on?
2: Do you have you ever Fruit put honey the in milk. there? Honey like crystallizes and it. Honey, it, it kind of gets. You done bananas, peanut butter and banana sandwich. Yeah, is pretty good. I would do that. I, I also guess. ate. A I just pe- cut the bread out. I just put peanut butter on the banana.
1: Uh, last punishment I think I did was peanut butter and pickle sandwich here in the studio. So I could do that. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I thought it'd be worse than it was. It, it was not bad. I, I actually. What kind of pickle? I. <laughs> I had my daughter make it for me. All we had in the house was the giant dill pickles that she cut up giant slices of these. Well, that's the way you need to eat that. Yeah. So it was more of a punishment, but still not bad. Um, what was when was the last time Tech played two schools with the same mascot? Back to back, I don't know. Because you you're going Cougars and Cougars here. Yeah, Houston and BYU. Um, I'm sure it's happened. I know there was one year in recent history you played three of the four Rice or Rice three of the four Owls teams in basketball.
2: Can you name the four? There's your pop quiz right there. Rice, Temple, Florida Atlantic. There's one more. There's one more. Got three of them. That's passing, right? Seventy-five percent. Yeah, except this was pass fail. Sorry, you did not specify that. <laughs> um, yeah, get back to me on that. Okay, but yeah, you played three of the four.
1: I, and I think you played back to back one year. I think it was FAU and Rice back to back games. So it happens. Uh, just not, I mean, you could run into Tigers and Tigers pretty easily, especially if you're like in the SEC, play Missouri and yeah Auburn back to back. The way Love has played the last seven or so weeks, he has to be four to five. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm underselling
2: Love. But I'm, that's why I don't have Baker in the top five. <laughs> I still there's too much potential. He, that, that that they won their first playoff game. I think game there's a so. ton of potential.
1: Tomlin has one, and McCarthy and the Packers beat him to win his one.
2: I thought Tomlin has two. Are we sure on that? Yeah, you know what? Bill Cowher probably won the first one with Ben. Steelers. I don't think Cowher never won anything. I disagree with you.
1: He won at Pitt.
2: He won. I'm pretty sure Bill Cowher you won really one think, of those Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, I really do. Are you going to be worth? able to figure it out? Probably not. Go. You can do it. I'm trying so oh hard. Oh, my goodness. Wikipedia. Gosh, You're good. Wikipedia, You're do good. it.
1: You're good. I really didn't think Bill Cowher won one. Yeah. He won in 2005. There you go. Well done. Yeah. Kennesaw Tom, State, by the way. Tom got one in 08.
2: You looked it up, you cheater. No, I didn't. Didn't Sneeder. look it up.
1: Sneed did it. I knew he was...
2: You, you are correct. <laughs> no, Sneed is correct. For Collier
1: and Lucas, I'm Choice. It's been The End of the Bench. Thanks for joining us today here on 100.7 The Score. Bottom line next.
0: This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.